Well, a very good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entering Stage Right. I'm D. Paul Thomas, actor and playwright, podcasting from the heartland of America, right here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and joining me all the way from the left coast, but always entering stage right, is my wonderful co-host, the actor, director of some of the biggest hits in TV history, Philip Charles McKenzie. And a very good day to you, Sir Philip. How's everything going out in Los Angeles? Los Angeles seems to be good so far. We're going to have some a ton of rain this week, but, uh, you know, it's so funny out here in California. You know, oh, my gosh, it's going to rain. Every place else, it rains, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, but I, I want to move on to our uh, to my insane California stuff, but I do have to pay homage to my alma mater, Oh my goodness! Uh, State University College, or part of the SUNY system oh, at yes. Cortland, Cortland, that they uh, for the first time in the program's history the other night won the Division Three football national championship, Ooh. beating Central um, uh, North Central State, uh, which is in Illinois in uh, Naperville, who was the they were the the um, excuse me the defending champs and they'd mm -hmm. been there before but Cortland came and went ahead and held them and beat them by one point so oh my goodness. so so all of us red dragons <laughs> supporters ah. uh, uh we are we are absolutely thrilled and uh, the team yeah. did a great job and it was uh so, you know, when you go to a school that's sort of, you know, Division Three, it's not yeah, USC, yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, a, a championship is a championship. So. Well, ma mazel tov and uh, all that good jazz. Kudos to all, all of my fellow alums. <laughs> yeah, uh, wait, hey, by the way, where is Cortland? Where Cortland is, is practically dead center in New York, uh, in the state of New York. Uh -huh. It's about uh, 30 miles south of Syracuse and about 40 miles north of Binghamton, just east of the Finger Lake. Lake. So it's it's almost geographically dead center in New yeah, York, yeah, yeah. and uh, it it is um, in the snow belt, uh, which oh. goes uh, you know from around Cortland up through Syracuse to Oswego, you know, which gate the uh, lake effect uh, snow. So I remember when I was there, we had some beauties, but uh, it, it's a gorgeous area, uh, you know, yes, farming, yeah, dairy, yeah. and all that. Uh, yeah. um, speak, it is. Speak, well, go Red Dragons. Keep up the good work. Yeah, that, that, was, that, was, that was sort of a fun, uh, a, a fun experience. Yeah. Um, now, let's, let's go to, you know, I sort of, I almost, I almost get a kick out of making fun of our governor. Because it's it's only <laughs> partially in jest, uh, uh, you know. Uh, because what it comes down to is what what okay. what a, what a fraud and a uh, and a uh, a liar he is. And um, you know he has run this he has run the state of California. Uh, he is continuing, let's say, to run it into the ground. Um, you know, aside from as we all know, with the uh, not not just with the debate between he and DeSantis, uh, how DeSantis just ran rings around him, and when he couldn't deal with the real fact, he just lied, uh, Newsom. This that is, yeah, um, that's his modus operandi. For that's, sure. that's right, and so many people have left California. Uh, you know, by the way, big sports stars, many big sports stars, if they get a certain amount of, you know, when these giant contracts they get, mm -hmm. some of them will go and take a, a, a contract 
in another uh, franchise outside of the state of California, specifically because they're getting killed in taxes. That's that's a fact too. But we have just uh, it was just put out this week that California. This is a state, not a country. Uh, we we are facing a sixty eight billion with a B budget deficit. Mm. which is uh, really really astounding um you know the 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 uh um there just the even even the uh, the uh, legislative analyst office which which uh, which you know they 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 predict what what the um, tax revenue will be and this year they were off by over 26 billion dollars mm. now now we are so we are so um um the, the the tax burden in this country, in, in this state is, is is astounding. In fact, uh, I live in Los Angeles, but I live about three blocks from Santa Monica. If I want to buy a car in Los Angeles, I pay nine something in sales tax, some outrageous thing. If I go down the street to Santa Monica, I will be paying ten percent. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, you know, so yeah, th- this yeah. this state is, is is really incredible. Now, how how one makes up. Well, of course, you know how they're going to make it up. They're not going to cut spending. Gosh knows. They're going to probably increase taxes again, mm-hmm. which will only benefit not Newsom, one hopes. Um, so, but, but let's go on to one funny thing that happened this week. This is the old thing, you and I being a couple of old showbiz hacks. Um, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the old thing in comedy, you can't write this stuff, right? Well, right, right, you right. know, if we, as, as our listeners know, uh, this past year, we, 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 we talked about this, uh, this bizarre, not only in the state, but specifically San Francisco. Uh, it, 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 they have an, an office of the budget, uh, the, the budget of the office of reparations, you know, for yes, black people yeah, in this country, yeah, in, yeah. in a state, by the way, that never had slavery, but that you know yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of irrelevant because uh, you know it, it, is, it actually it makes sense um <laughs> and the 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 thing was the, the this this uh, this board this office of reparations came up with something that would be yes we we, we, we should pay uh, um uh, the the black residents of San Francisco up to 5 million dollars each right, okay right, each right, right. well guess what <laughs> The city of San Francisco's budget deficit, just the city alone, exploded to $780 million this year mm-hmm. uh, because they, they have not been able to uh, recover from, well, sort of corona, you know, the virus. That's our, but uh, the other thing is everybody, there's crime, homelessness, and there, especially in San Francisco, people are leaving. So they're losing their tax oh, base and all exactly. the huge, all the huge... Um, office buildings, you know, they're, they're, they're nowhere near, fill the capacity, nowhere near it. Well, anyway, but here's the point. One of the things, because we have to cut spending because of the $780 million budget deficit, guess what Mayor London Breed did? She's going to eliminate the budget of office reparations. <laughs> so these people won $5 million apiece, and they can't even pay to keep the office open. So, um, Philip, uh, Philip, remind me, how do you spell Iris? <laughs> Irony is C O M E D Y. 
Yeah. So, yeah, uh, and I don't, you know, to, it's, it, it, it just oh. gets better all the time. This, this is, le- this is sort of leftism at its, uh, at, at its most delicious, as I like to say, in, in, it, <laughs> oh, in its uh, delicious worst form, of course. Well, well, well there, again, uh, your state is uh, a font of, uh, uh, ironic uh, uh, behavior all the time. Hey, it has been quite the week, though, and then just touching on a few of those things, of course, uh, was let off by none other than uh, Hunter Biden defying the uh, congressional subpoena. There he was in front of the Capitol massaging uh, the, the, the narrative that he's had. What, what, what was the phrase he used regarding his dad? Something about, well, my, my dad, you know, was not involved in my business expenses. Or what was it exactly? I yes, I, I, I have the exact quote. You know, let's see, this is what he said, you know, while he yeah. was groveling and begging and, and doing the pity party. Oh, poor, poor, oh, yeah. pitiful me. This is what yeah. he said, quote, there's no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business. Uh, then he also right. said, my father was not financially involved in my business. Well, this was different because this goes back, you know, when Biden years ago said, I don't know anything about my son's stuff. Right. I you know, wasn't he, involved in his business. I wasn't involved. Right. You know, this is like, you know, two galaxies away. And then, then every time, uh, you know, new evidence come out, would come out, the, the response would be a, a little more oily, you know. You yeah. know oh, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it, you know, giving ground a little here, giving ground a little yeah. here. Well, yeah. and, and the one last week, that the media, uh, even the left media, they, everybody's ears perked up when they said, yeah. "My father was not it, not my father, my father was financially not financially involved in my business." But here's, here's. In other words, he didn't keep the checkbook. That's right. <laughs> that's right. He he only got uh, checks saying a loan yeah, loan repayment, right. and no right, and, exactly. and nobody could come up with what uh, what was the loan for. Um, yeah. But, he, but continues. Here's, so here's, here's an example of the media. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the media is so creepy, especially the New York Times. Uh, not especially. They are sort of in the forefront. They quoted this week what Hunter Biden said in this right. sentence, except they left out one word, financially. So the New York, ah. the New York Times... This is what they said. There's no evidence mm-hmm. to support the allegation that my father was involved in my business. My father was not involved in my business. They left mm. out the key word, financially. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just think of the difference in, in tone. Wasn't involved at all. But now the real quote was financially. So, so this, this is the, yeah. this is the yeah. uh, slippery, eely, uh, uh, you know, uh, modus operandi of the uh, yeah. of the New York Times, Philip. When when you when you share uh, uh, this story, uh, my mind just immediately goes back to uh, uh, Slick Willie. Well, it, it depends on what an is is. You know, I mean, it right. just is. Right. Talk talk about playing with the language. Good. 
yeah it, it's it's pretty amazing so uh you know um and and then and then he uh, just ran away and, and then later on that day the house uh voted to uh begin an a an impeachment investigation not the impeachment Absolutely. but an investigation yep. Yep. so yep. so his so his non-appearance by the way he could easily be thrown in jail for for uh, uh oh you know for yeah. for um, um not showing it for a subpoena, you know, uh, I yeah, can't think of the yeah. word. I'm sorry. Ignoring a subpoena. Sorry. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, to, to, to me, the, the funniest aspect of, uh, yeah, yeah, his little uh, rope dope there, uh, literally in front of the Capitol. Uh, the, the the part that I found so amusing was at the very end uh, when he was saying, "My father wasn't involved in this," and the, and 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 he wasn't involved in my art. So I guess he was saying that he didn't do any of the painting. Yeah, and Hunter himself, on, on the phone on, on the phone with with Chinese the, uh, some Chinese company he's trying to shake down saying by the way my father's Ford, right here. My dad wasn't behind and that, if so we don't get that my, my father's right here he's sitting right here and, and but I guess I guess Joe is so demented uh, he can we say might not have realized that he was sitting the right there. This is true. This is true. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's a good chance that Hunter didn't even realize it, if so facto afterwards, depending upon where he was on, shall we say, his expansive lifestyle. Well, the other thing, by the way, I, I just want to circle back for a moment to your uh, favorite nemesis, and that is uh, uh, Governor Newsom. I saw him uh, make a cameo appearance, speaking of cameo appearances, on The Late Show with Seth Meyers. Philip, Philip, I thought I thought I, I saw it all on the debate with DeSantis, but he is really a smooth liar. And it, what was so disgusting to me is that he just there, right there's on a deep thought. TV, there's a real thought out thing. Debt, Let's see. What should we say? To the we, I know. We'll we'll dig into the back of our closet and in the or to the bottom of the drawers and come DeSantis out with that old chestnut racist. Stop. I mean, please. Uh, uh, there it is. To policy. To policy. Yeah. That's right. Or right, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to. Seriously. It's supposed to be the end of the conversation and, 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 and because here, I mean, because forget, the first thing they, they, they want you to say is, no, uh, I'm uh, not. Uh, well, opinions this... and and different approaches to solving the issues. But 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 yeah. But as you say, you, you know, know, some you nonsense play this like card that. And, that's the end and, of the and, conversation. And, and and I have to say, um, if no one has ever said yeah. that to me, but if they do, I will basically say, go f yourself and walk away because. Sudden, you've put yourself in a defensive position. I'm not a racist. I, 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 I had lunch with a black person once. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Oh, we've got that first f bomb on entering state. Oh, you. I'm sorry. That's you just right, and that's where, and that's letter. that's what I would say and walk away because uh, uh, that that is, in my way of thinking, not it's well, not it's, you engaging know, uh, it, yeah, at all to yeah. play to play their little. There's game. nothing worse you can, nothing worse you can do than to call yeah. someone a racist. There really isn't, and it is being used just as yeah. almost as an aside. You know, just uh, the Trump card, the Trump card. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, 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 just totally. But the main magnet for me, um, perhaps for you, I think so, Philip, was the continued week of our, uh, I do like to call them our three stooges, our university presidents with uh, additional information coming out that Claudine Gay, president of Harvard, is, uh, well, not only was she uh, again doing the rope-a-dope regarding what anti-Semitism is and that it, you know, has to be acted on before it, it, it might come under the codes of Harvard University. We found out this week also, and the title of our show is Plagiarists, Prevaricators, and Liars, and Claudine Gay certainly fits the bill for a classic plagiarist. She is a classic plagiarist. Uh, you know, I... She going back to uh, the early '90s, I think it was when she wrote her. Uh, um, uh, uh, well, before before she wrote her uh, doctoral doctoral dissertation, uh, she wrote some papers. Yeah. And by the way, for someone in her position, now as the uh, president mm -hmm. of um, a supposed uh, elite university, um, her amount of um, writings is almost negligible. Uh, that most people yes, who yes. reach that, that, that uh, if you want to call it pinnacle of uh, academic success, is to become the president of Harvard, yeah. I guess. These people have a trail of, of papers they've written, because that's what academia is. You write papers, you write position papers, that's, that's the name of the game. Well, aside from writing extremely few, very, very few, which would not be supportive in another world, her rising to any position close to this. What was found out on yeah. top of that is left and right in tons of her writings, she verbatim lifted huge paragraphs and sections uh, from other people's writings, meaning she is a, mm -hmm. she didn't plagiarize like one paragraph, she continued to just and it, the uh, Christopher Rufo, who again, as you and I have spoken, um, and our listeners know, we have such respect for him because he does the deep dive and did the deep dive, finding out and 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 uh, and searching for uh, so many different instances and finding them of her lifting things practically verbatim, maybe a word or two here and there, and uh, so she's a she's a, a to me a plagiarist is a liar. I mean, what's the, 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 there's really no well, difference. Oh, it yeah, means yeah. you didn't write that, or in in writings you didn't Can, attribute it. I didn't write this paragraph and yeah. say according to D. Right, Paul Thomas. Right. No, you just say it as if it's yours. So that makes you a yeah. liar. So yeah. now we have a DEI, a, you know, a, a hire who uh, is it ha happens to be black, so she can't be fired, of course, and but she's also. A, a a plagiarist and and a, and a liar as well. Now I saw something funny uh, this week. I forget which publication it was, but the coincidence and timing 
of, 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 of this coming out about her is almost identical to a huge article, uh, one of these, uh, you know, articles that's uh, just like a love letter to her, uh, you know, uh, uh, about this woman. And, and, and the name of the article, are you ready? The Scholar's mm -hmm. Scholar. That's the name of this magazine article that's coming out, which, boy, you, what was the word you asked me to spell before? Irony. Hello. <laughs> the I scholar's mean, scholar. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And, and, and what I love, the fact that it was a Dr. Carol. Yes, Carol. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that it was, again, an outstanding African-American scholar who, by the way, did the same transition we did. She, she was coming from a liberal academia uh, persuasion early on in her career, and the more she dug deep and the more she read and the more she absorbed and learned, she found herself transitioning philosophically. And she is the one that's come out and said that uh, 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 some, uh, some of this plagiarism is directly yes, from her. Yes, from her, uh, uh, from, from, from Carol Swain's own work, yes. So, so, yeah. so, so, yeah. so, so yeah. a leftist fraud is, is actually stealing from a conservative, <laughs> which... <laughs> I, I think the name of our show okay. today should be "Can You Spell Irony?" Yeah. Uh, but... yeah, seriously. But but again, you know, I I don't know if you remember this, but I mean, it seems to me almost concurrently when uh, we were be when we were being taught English, and boy, when I look back on on some of my English teachers that I had over the years. They were just amazing. And you see, I, I really am old school. We were taught phonetics. Yeah. You see. I mean, that's almost gone out the, the windows. Now, now some people are trying to bring it back. But I mean, very early on, we were taught about plagiarism. We heard the word we were told that, all right, we want you to go home and we want you to uh, write about uh, uh, Red Dragons, Philip's uh, favorite <laughs> uh, 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 mascot. And by the way, we don't want mommy and daddy to write it for you. And by the way, we don't want you to open up your set of the Encyclopedia Britannica and quote from it because that would be stealing and lying taking someone else i mean weren't we taught this uh, really early on or am i no you hallucinating no, you, about this? you're not hallucinating hallucinating about it but one of the the things i learned as a kid too is if you're going to quote somebody didn't they call those footnotes that on the bottom it says you know you make a little asterisk or a number or something you know see below one of those kind of things is see below this speech comes from from you know from mary smith's uh, dissertation so you can say so it, yeah. it's, what, what they, yeah. it's attribution you attribute it to somebody and when you don't do that you're a liar you know go ahead well you yeah you do understand that claudine gay uh even if she is the president of harvard uh, i think she i think she studied under a, a leading plagiarist. Yeah, Joe well, Biden. you know, the, the, this is the, this is uh, the, the, you know, birds birds of a feather in a, in a club. You know, by the way, I saw I saw something today that I uh, that um, 
that struck me, you know, the whole thing, you know, going yeah. back, aside from the fact that she's a plagiar and, 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 but going back to the initial thing with, yeah. the, with, yeah. with her and the other, um, uh, presidents of universities, yeah, presidents, um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, talking about, you know, uh, um, a, a genocide, uh, eliminating a whole race of people, uh, has to be yeah. seen in context. Okay. We, we, we talked about that. Yeah. And then, then she, uh, as, as a, uh, you know, tap dancing as fast as she can, uh, 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 apologia, uh, came out and said, well, maybe they misspoke. And, and, and this is what the Harvard, uh, uh, board said, um, yeah. so many people have suffered tremendous damage and pain because of Hamas's brutal uh, terrorist attack, and the university's initial statement should have been an immediate, direct, and unequivocal condemnation. So they're backing her up, and and President Gay has apologized for how she handled her congressional testimony. Yada 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 yada. Well, this is after that. So nothing has happened. Senator Dan Sullivan, who was the, one of the two Republican uh, senators from Arkansas, who is a 1987 Harvard graduate and alumnus, last week, just this past week, visited mm-hmm. his alma mater and was stunned to see a pro-Hamas protest completely take over the reading room of the venerable Widener Library. So, you know, and they they showed some interesting photos, too, of people just sitting there trying to read their books, you know, or do their, you know, whatever they do, whatever you do in a library, your your research and studies and writing papers and stuff. And and in the back, there are these huge signs, and this is a quote from, 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 from Senator, I lost his name for it, uh, Sullivan, Senator Sullivan. He said, when I walked yeah, upstairs yeah. to the famous Widener reading room, I couldn't believe my eyes. Nearly every student in the packed room was wearing a kafia. Flyers attached to their individual laptops, as well as affixed to some of the lamps in the reading room, read, No normalcy during genocide, justice for Palestine. A young woman handed the flyers to all who entered. A large banner spread across one end of the room stated in blazing blood red letters, Stop the genocide in Gaza. Okay, so this is after... This president and the board backing her. So, can you imagine oh, yeah. being a Jewish student at Harvard and walking into that library? I mean, and this is after the fact. So, you know, this yes, is no, make, this no, is even beautiful. worse. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is. It is, and 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 I'm I'm going to move us right into. Uh, uh, the 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 article by uh, Neil uh, Ferguson that uh, was uh, in um, Barry Weiss's The Free Press, uh, which is online, and uh, the title of that article was "The Treason of the Intellectuals." And I, I'm going to quote verbatim because it really just highlights what you just said that is happening. On our university campuses, in academia, it happened in Germany. We touched on it last week. Uh, uh, Mr. Neil Ferguson underscores and really amplifies everything that we touched on about this. Quote, 
1927, the French philosopher Julian Benda uh, published The Treason of the Intellectuals, which condemned the descent of European intellectuals into extreme nationalism and racism. By that point, although Benito Mussolini had been in power in Italy for five years, Adolf Hitler was still six years away from power and Germany 13 years away from victory over France. But already Binda could see the pernicious role that many European academics were playing. He goes on to say, those were meant to pursue, of course, the academics, the life of the mind, he wrote, had ushered in the age of the intellectual organization of political hatreds. And those hatreds were already moving from the realm of the ideas into the realm of violence with results that would be catastrophic for all of Europe. Now, Mr. Ferguson continues, and here's our point. A century later, American academia has gone in the opposite political direction, leftward instead of rightward, but has ended up in much the same place. The question is whether we, unlike the Germans, can do something about it. For nearly 10 years, Ferguson writes, rather like Benda, I have marveled at the treason of my fellow intellectuals. I have also witnessed the willingness of trustees, donors, and alumni to tolerate the, politi the politicization of American universities by an illiberal coalition of woke progressives, adherents of critical race theory, and apologists for Islamist extremism. What was taking place in the 30s in Nazi Germany is what we're seeing on our campuses today. By the way, campuses void of a moral compass, and they will find something to follow. And our President Claudine Gay, post-George Floyd, she found her cause celeb, and she talked about this is a moment of profound opportunity for institutional change that should not and cannot be squandered. And this, of course, was when she was dean of the Faculty of Arts and Sciences from 2018 to 2022. And that is when Harvard was sliding to the very bottom, Philip, of the rankings for free speech at colleges. So much again for her acquiescence to uh, uh, wanting to uh, transform the institution. By the way, is, isn't that what Obama Fundally said? Uh, fundamentally Obama. transform uh, uh, the country. Uh, this was yeah. four days before he yeah. was elected, and, and, yeah. and the cheering crowds were all going, yeah, 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 not, not knowing what he was actually saying. You know, yeah. to your point, I just found something interesting. Uh, so in, in universities... Uh, among young people, what you were just saying has is and people uh, like Gay leading this. Um, a Harvard Harris poll came out this week, and the question mm -hmm. was: Do you think that Jews, as a class, are oppressors and should be treated as opp oppressors, or is that a false ideology? Among all groups, 73% said it is a false ideology. 
only 27% said, yes, they are oppressors. However, in the 18 mm. to 24 age group, 67% right. said, yeah, they're oppressors. And only 33% said it's a false ideology. Yeah, Every go. other age group from 25 to 34, 35, 44, up, 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 and up, up were the other way. In fact, as, as, as one got older, the the uh, the uh, false ideology uh, you know numbers increased dramatically, so sixty seven percent of people eighteen to twenty four mm -hmm. believe that um, believe that which is which, yeah. which, which, yeah. which is yeah. well you know uh, it, it's 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 mind-boggling and in in some ways this sort of puts uh ms gay sort of in the driver's seat you know she's she's in the forefront of this new world you know um and which is why you and you and i and so many other people you know you and i as we've talked about before do our small part uh, and 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 people like Christopher Rufo and 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 many other people are are in the fight against this. Uh, this is true evil. This is true evil. Oh, it it, it is. And Ferguson, by the way, uh, points out two things. Uh, one, it just responds to what you just said, and I'm quoting him directly again. That is why rational minds recoil from her argument, and that would be Claudine Gay's argument, Dr. Gay's argument, that anti-Semitism on the Harvard campus is tolerable so long as genocide is not being perpetrated. Yeah. Can you imagine the yeah. idiocy yeah. Uh, it, of it, such it, a statement? It, it, it boggles the mind. You know, uh, Joel Pollack, who is a very good writer, he is a uh, uh, connected with Breitbart, and I ran into him one time uh, yep. outside a grocery store and said, hi, I like your work. He, <laughs> this is what he got an email this week. He got an email this week from a Harvard Jewish alumni group. Quote, we have heard from multiple sources at the university that it is the official undisclosed policy of the school to drive down Jewish admissions to one to two percent of the student body, mm. proportionately matching Jews' percentages of the United States population. Mm. So you can't have, and you know, and it, this follows in the same thing. You know, there's too many damn Asians. You got you got to keep them down too to their to their um, you know numbers to the population. Mm. Can you imagine? This is what's going on. This is policy. This is policy. And run by our friend Claudine Gay. Yep. Oh. And 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 folks, lest you think in any way we are maximizing or intensifying um, the danger. Um, for those of us uh, that have lived, like myself, uh, a good portion of the last century, uh, it's not a question of reading the tea leaves. We see what's happening. Ferguson, 
ends up uh, this talk uh, on um, the uh, intellectuals by this beautiful quote, Philip. Uh, he says, the lesson of German history for American academia should be should by now be clear. In Germany, to use the legalistic language of 2023, speech crossed into conduct. The final solution of the Jewish question began as speech. To be precise, it began as lectures and monographs and scholarly articles. It began in the songs of student fraternities with extraordinary speed. After 1933, however, it crossed into conduct. First, systematic pseudo-legal discrimination and ultimately a program of technocratic genocide. Folks, history does repeat itself. Democracy is one of the most fragile, tenuous concepts politically there is. Diligence is what maintains it. You know, and to sorry, think you know, that you, gentleman you walked technocratic, up uh, and saw language. what he saw it, it's in always the room in of that. the Harvard campus. Technocratic after language, you know, the apologia and everything else that they come up with. And our listeners with. know this, no, that the use and perversion of Philip, language to Philip put across a narrative liars, or, 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 or a political this ideology. When it is put in technocratic or technical terms, it removes humanity from the from the equation. It is just well. This is this. This is this. This is this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what's going to get. Uh, mark my words. Unless this is taken care of, there is going to be not just marches. Yeah. There is going to be this is this and this is this and that's what put people in the ovens in germany yeah at in places violence against uh, i know there's been some but not Thank God, not uh, not not much. There is. It is going to, as you said, go into action. It is going to go into deeds. And and Jewish uh, people, especially students in these in these rotting uh, universities, uh, are going. It's going to happen. It's it's going to happen unless someone has the cojones yeah. to say no. This is not happening. And by the way, there are a few universities. Here and there, that I, I, I read an article which we don't have time to go into today that are coming around and saying, no, this is this will not stand. You cannot pass these out. This, you know, oh, freedom of speech. No, but this is college university policy. So some of them are fighting back, but yeah. but not well, the elite ones. Penn, Harvard, all these wonderful places. No, no, yeah, yeah. Well, just to, just to uh, answer almost that uh, clarion call you gave out for individuals, let me, let me just uh, uh, quickly uh, mention, uh, if I can, before maybe you go into uh, an interesting uh, uh, a quote or your PS or whatever you want to do. But I do want to mention the Wisconsin Assembly Speaker, Robin Voss, who, and I'm quoting from uh, Tablet uh, Magazine now, their, their daily paper, uh, they point out that um, 
he has won a victory uh, at the University of Wisconsin over DEI. And uh, over the summer, the Republicans said they would not approve any funding at all for capital projects, pay raises, unless the University of Wisconsin system made cuts to DEI, which he says really stands for, I love this, division, exclusion, and indoctrination. The governor, of course, Tony Evers, line item vetoed the DEI cuts that Republicans included after months of negotiation. Voss's stance materialized into a deal in exchange for funding raises and new buildings on campus. The University of Wisconsin would freeze all DEI hiring, reassign 43% of DEI officials to other positions, and create a position of flagship uh, campus in Madison for the study of conservative political thought, an affirmative action hiring program and diversity statements on student applications would be abolished. The deal also says that the University of Washington will adopt a race-blind admissions program in which Wisconsin students who finish in the top 5% of their high school class are guaranteed admission, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, it's money, it's pressure, it's people like Voss who is literally demanding that these systems, which are essentially racist, racist in nature themselves, that's the way the victory is going to be won, and I'm quoting there, uh, lest I be a plagiarist, extensively from an article that I'll give credit to in our you know, the, letter. You know, the, the, the final thing I'll magazine. say on that is, uh, you know, the the, the, the defense by the uh, by, by by the extreme left are saying, oh, if you're attacking, if you want to get rid of, say, DEI or 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 or, or, or fight against. Um, anti-semitism right. you are against academic freedom well i don't see any freedom in this ideology there is no freedom in this ideology and ms gay and the rest of them know this too there remember the old the old the old cliche it's my way or the highway well in their instance it's their way so don't tell me about academic it's academic freedom only if you do exactly what we say that's it so i mean i'm you know uh yeah anyway anyway i i just have a a fun thing to uh to 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 end on there was a guy uh, i just since we're talking about uh, education in some instances in colleges and there was a fellow um he died uh, a few years back his name was joe sobran s-o-b-r-a-n who was a very very good writer a conservative writer wrote for many years for the National Review, and I came upon a quote of his, which I just think it's a great way to uh, end, end the show uh, in terms of where um, our educational system has come to. This is what Joe Sobern said. In a hundred right, years, right. we have gone from teaching Latin and Greek in high school to teaching remedial English in college. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I say no more. (laughs) 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 What was the word? What was the word? Can you spell irony? (laughs) My Can you spell irony? 
There it is again. There it is again. I may have to. I may have to change our title. I'm not going to though. But anyway, the point is, is that it's absolutely correct. I mean, um, now I didn't study Greek uh, with any type of application until really uh, I got into college because at that time I was preparing for the ministry and you had to take Greek. But even in high school. Um, early on uh, in your sophomore year, freshman year, um, yeah. we, we would take Latin and Greek derivatives. A, a, a year of dealing with Latin and Greek and derivatives. And it just it helped, helped you learn and know, know something about the world, which is when everybody leaves school, you're going yeah. into what? Oh, yeah, the world. I have one final thing that I forgot. We're talking about plagiarism. Please. And she gets away with it. By the way, uh, the board said she made yeah. she made corrections, meaning she had an aide add some. You know, she didn't do it herself. She had to take care of that and add a few, um, yeah. a few, a few, yeah. um, you know, uh, attributions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Do you know how many Harvard students right, right. were thrown out of school this year for plagiarizing? Twenty-seven. 27 Harvard students were gone Ooh. for plagiarizing this year, but the president, who has a history wow. of it and has built her career on it, nothing's happened to her. That's my final point. <laughs> so. All right, folks, I'm telling you. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, Again, I, I just can't say how ironic some of these things are. What a great juxtaposition 27 kicked out. But there she is, uh, probably having some uh, PhD student uh, uh, adjusting her paperwork. But um, it is time <laughs> to say goodbye to our wonderful listeners, Philip and uh, in way of reminder, folks, regardless, regardless of what is going on in this crazy, topsy-turvy world of ours, we live in a great country. It's a free country, and let's keep it that way. We've got so much to be thankful for as the Hanukkah lights uh, finished off this past Friday. The Christmas season is coming our way. We've got eight days left uh, before Christmas morning. So enjoy this special time with family. And until we meet again, this is D. Paul Thomas and Philip Charles McKenzie inviting you to join us next week for another podcast of Entering Stage Right. <laughs>